0: yourself with people who will motivate you another aspect which i think is i would say for the betterment of yourself as well is when you grow please see that you are helping others who are less fortunate
1: to also grow in some way hello guys and welcome to yet another exciting episode of sustainability simplified your bi-monthly dose of how to seamlessly build an action oriented sustainable and profitable business I'm your host Zitin and today in episode 15 we have Shirali Shetty Vengsarkar who is the founder of The Happy Elephant Uh, and these guys do some really cool stuff you'll find out in just about a minute. Welcome Shirali, it's lovely to have you on the show. How are you today? Hi
0: Zitin, I'm good and really happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me.
1: Thanks so much. How is this corona situation that side? Um, It's getting
0: better. Mumbai is definitely, you know, settling down and and we hope things will get back to normal maybe by next month. Uh, So everyone is very hopeful. Yes.
1: Uh, yeah, I also have folks back in Bombay and, you know, my family also, they, they're they now fed up. They're like, that's it. It's enough now. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Once in a while, you know, you keep seeing these new things like, you know, now third wave, etc. So I'm hoping things, you know, stabilize soon. I know, I know. Great. So let's just dive in. Sure. Amazing. So uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey of starting The Happy Elephant. Um, well, Zitin, I, I grew
0: up in Singapore. And and when I moved to Mumbai after marriage, I was always, uh, you know, quite disturbed by the level of poverty in our country and also the pollution that existed. Right. And um, after some time, I really wanted to do something about it. You know, and um, in 2018, I started doing some research on, on why uh, the air was so polluted and came to learn about the extensive amount of waste that gets burned in our landfill. And um, at that point, you know, we came to learn about the large amount of plastic, rubber, fabric, etc., you know, uh, that that really existed on a day-to-day basis that gets collected. And uh, so we tried to try to figure out what was the best way to, to kind of like, um, you know, start at least something, you know, to make a difference. So we began with, uh, you know, making upcycled products okay. by buying waste fabric from large garment manufacturing units. Okay. Um, we, we picked up the fabrics from them and we started training and working with women from our slums in Mumbai right. uh, to make different kinds of products out of these uh, fabric materials we thought that uh, this would be a good opportunity for them to learn a new skill and also earn a living in the process you know we started you know marketing these products in a very small way and and there was a a good demand for these products because they were made with very high quality in terms of design uh, and finishing was really very good and so we said you know what I think this this could really be something quite extraordinary and we decided to expand our range and now we have over a thousand SKUs and we are growing uh, with a number of product range that we have and we're also working with over 900 artisans across india brilliant yeah so that's really uh how it all started
1: those are some crazy numbers yeah <laughs> i didn't know i mean 900 artisans that's mad and like thousand skus that's that's just amazing crazy crazy amazing yes, yes. and so so when did you start operations um, well, the conceptualization happened around two and a
0: half years ago right. uh, and it took us, uh, you know, over a year to, to ensure that the qualities, you know, uh, were really met. Right. Uh, and so that, that's really, it, it took quite a bit of time to get that process, really identifying the right, uh, you know, centers and, and teams that we would like to, you know, empower and also, you know, work with the same kind of mindsets that we expected, you know, out of them. So that process took a while, but uh, but now, you know, it's it's really moving in the right direction. You know, I think we, we've, we see some great opportunities in the coming future. Yes,
1: absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I remember having a couple of calls with you. Uh, by the way, for our listeners, uh, if you guys don't know, we actually... Uh, Of course, you all will not know because I didn't mention it earlier, but uh, Shirali and I actually met over uh, LinkedIn Mm -hmm. and we hit it off uh, pretty smoothly right from the start. And we've been in touch since the past few months. And I'm so glad, you know, finally, you know, you're on the show. (laughs) So it's great to have you. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Sitin. I've always had this question in my head and I'm going to now just, uh, you know, say it out loud and ask you for the benefit of everybody. Sure. What is with the name? How did you come up with the happy elephant as a name?
0: Yes, yes. You know, I think that's a very popular question with a lot of people. Right. Uh, you know, uh, I I personally have, am an animal lover. Okay, I, I really love animals, and and elephants are, are one of those uh, uh, you know creatures that that I find very interesting, and their characteristics are also very very special. Right. They have these you know, if you look at the characteristics, they're very deep family bonds, you know, they are highly sensitive creatures, you know, yeah. and, and they're, they're very caring as well. They're so large and magnanimous, but then they are also very, you know, very caring and they're much, very much like humans, you know, in many ways. Yeah. Um, and they're, they're very intelligent and they have complex emotions and feelings, but, but most of all, they have compassion. Right and self-awareness. So, so compassion is something that really what the happy elephant represents, you know, because it's not just about our growth. It's really about taking everybody along with us, you know, on this ride. and, 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 and that's what it's about, you know? So I just thought that, um, you know, the elephants would, would really be a perfect fit for our brand and also the word happy. I think that is something, I mean, this word is such a, you know, important word in all our lives. And we also began, the product range was actually catered to children initially. Okay. You know, when we also started, we were doing all these really cute products for kids. You know, their hair bands and their bracelets and their little, you know, sling bags and stuff. So we wanted to do fun products for kids. And, and so we we wanted them to kind of like identify with the brand. So we've got the happy elephant, which we wanted, to, you know, where the children are happy. We feel happy when we see, you know, smiling kids, kids laughing. So all of these sort of, you know, uh, emotions kind of like culminated into the brand name. Fantastic. That, that, that's how it all started. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I love it. Love it. Love the thought behind the name. Yeah, right, uh, that's pretty amazing. And uh, good to know that, you know, you started with uh, mm-hmm you know kids accessories and uh, products specifically for kids but of course you've expanded um you know far and wide in that sense yes um, yes
0: i think uh, if i may just add something yeah. over there uh Zithin, sure. you know why wh- the reason we also started with kids is because you know of all the damages that have happened that that you know our generation and generation before us have, have created for our planet you know we wanted the kids to kind of like understand how important you know sustainable products were you know and how beautiful such beautiful products can be created you know and and when we teach the kids from a very young age they tend to you know grasp these these things you know and understand it beautifully so so that was also one of the reasons where we we thought of uh, introducing kids products initially yes
1: absolutely i think that makes total sense because uh, you know if the child learns about sustainability right from the beginning yeah uh, he or she will also educate his or her family you know yes. about it and it has a great domino effect yeah so that's that's fantastic Thank you. um you know in continuation with that, could you tell us a little bit more? Because now, of course, your brand is not just about kids' products. It's, it's much, much more. So tell us a little more, you know, about the products that you have in your kitty. Sure,
0: sure. So all our uh, handmade products are eco-friendly. Um, they are either upcycled, recycled, or made of natural, earth-friendly materials. Okay, Right, that right. could be you know biodegradable, uh, uh, you know materials or organic materials. So our range kind of like varies from from furniture. To home decor items, to personal care items, to garments made from organic fabrics, which is you know safe for our skin, for example, stationery items, gifting items. So you know the range is, is is rather huge, but everything is sustainable, and that's really the full range of the products that we have.
1: Fantastic. I think that's a crazy amount of like, uh, you know, of course, you have 1000 SKUs. So I would have imagined, uh, you know, your product range to be super, super wide. Yes, yes. So obviously, I mean, following that, there might be several other zillions of challenges. Mm -hmm. Uh, And also at the same time, opportunities that you know, you may have faced or actually capitalized on, you know, Mm -hmm. since you started the Happy Mm -hmm. Elephant. Uh, Could you talk a little bit about that as well? Um, I think
0: if we talk about the challenges, um, when I look back, I think initially it was really educating our artisans Uh, in terms of consistency in terms of export quality and standards you know Um, there is no room for compromise you know and it's very important for our our teams to understand that if we if if a customer expects you know certain qualities we have to give them that what we've promised and that's very very important uh, especially in the you know export market Um, the other thing that was very important for me to also um, help them understand is is living up to commitments and timelines. We tend to be rather complacent, uh, you know, um, in some aspects. And I wanted the teams to really, really understand that if we commit to finishing our, you know, uh, production on this date, we will have to ensure that it gets done before that date, you know. So, So being very, very, very consistent with our timelines our commitments to our customers uh, that should never fail and and so those those were the things that i felt that you know uh, was was uh, very important for me to really really instill in our teams and that's that's really how we work currently as well and and if we look at more recently um uh, once we you know uh, introduced the brand the the Reaching out to B two B buyers across the globe obviously is something which is a, not an easy task uh, for any, anybody. So it's been tough to get recognized, and and you know, and it's always tough for a new brand. I mean, it's 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 normal. Right. Uh, so it is of course much easier when you have large marketing budgets. Um, you know, which which is you know always a challenge for a startup to to have. But but we are doing our best to kind of like reach out. But having said that, you know, I think I think taking. Base baby steps uh, is always very advantageous because right. then you can reach out you know in a different way and and the opportunities that i see in this is that you know we can really show how you know people how every step they take however small it may be that that step can really impact our environment you know it really can yeah. and 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 it's not just about saying oh the government didn't do this for us and and whatever it it really is not the only the government's responsibility to keep our environment clean or or, or make it greener. It is, in fact, the responsibility of every citizen of every country to take charge and to be aware of what we are buying, how are these products made, and how are they impacting our planet. It's very crucial for each one of us to take ownership of that. If everyone pledges to do their part, I feel that from manufacturers to consumers, we will definitely see an improved regenerated planet by 2050 because this is really, you know, what the Happy Elephant's goal is. To be able to, to reach that, that goal of 2050 to really make an impact on the lives of our artisans as well as, you know, people who are buying our sustainable products.
1: Fantastic. I think that's a great vision, you know. Um, And, um, you know, recently, I actually saw one of the videos, I don't know if you follow Simon Sinek. Yes, Uh, of course. Yes. Yeah. So Simon uh, Sinek had put up this video on how he doesn't believe in the concept of and this was on Instagram, how he doesn't believe in the concept of CEOs, like what is chief executive officer, Mm -hmm. I think it should be chief vision officer. So Mm -hmm. he he recoined that term and he's like, you know, it should be CVO yes. and not really um, CEO. So I think, yeah, I think I think that that makes sense because, you know, as a founder also, you know, it's, it's your duty first to actually have a visionary um, outlook to the kind of, you know, products that you make and the clients that you serve. And of course, at the back end also, the kind of artisans that you um, are catering to, to provide them that market linkage. That's a great 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 super great vision. Um, I'm just curious to know, um, has packaging been a very big problem for, uh, you know, your company, Mm -hmm. because it's a product led company, and of course, you'd be shipping worldwide. So how have you been able to uh, capture that uh, Mm -hmm. challenge? Because I know that a lot of product led businesses do struggle with that piece
0: yes yes so so a lot of it uh we are also looking at we're also thinking of new ways to innovate to come up with creative ways for packaging but at the moment we are looking at you know uh uh, recycling paper you know uh uh, uh, putting you know shredded paper in between to protect the 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 products for example we've already got biodegradable packaging in our in our list of products that we currently supply and it looks like plastic but it's not uh you know so they're actually it's wonderful it's wonderful packaging which is biodegradable so you can put your garments in there so our garments will be packed in these transparent sheets you know, which, which can actually close. And, and so so we are, you know, I think that the innovation part is, is very crucial as well. So you're absolutely right. These are the first few things uh, that we've come up with in terms of biodegradable items. And I think we will also be coming up with, I think maybe within the next year or so, we will definitely be coming up with new uh, products um, that we can actually use for packaging because we, I think there's a lot of scope for that as well.
1: 100% I mean there's a uh, super scope in it because uh, you know even at Next Mile Co whenever I'm talking to any entrepreneur you know about a new project and stuff and this is like a perpetual issue you know there mm-hmm. is some of the other challenge with respect to packaging some of the other kind of products really looking forward to those products uh, you know in your range getting added yes. um, over the next one year so yeah. So um, moving on is there any specific advice that you might like to give to any of our listeners you know especially those people who may want to actually pursue their own enterprise or you know look at this space more seriously? Yes yes
0: I think um, you know when you look at people I think it's important for people to get into a a job uh, so as to speak that they really enjoy. I think that's that's important you know right. everybody doesn't have that opportunity but it, it'll be wonderful if that can happen so I would say for those uh, who could look into that follow your passion you know surround yourself with people who will motivate you I think that's so so important you know and and, and you because you can learn so much from them you know and that that is again uh, important trait uh, so surrounding yourself with the right people is is crucial right and never stop learning. Right. Okay, there's just never, you know, I mean, there's just so much to learn. So so never, never stop that. Uh, um, uh, read and, and research a lot on the subject of interest, whichever subject that might be. Again, another aspect which I think is, I would say for the betterment of yourself as well, is when you grow, please see that you are helping others who are less fortunate to also grow in some way yeah it might not be some some you know huge thing but even even if it's in the smallest way see that you know uh um, there is an impact created on somebody else's life because you might be happy earning money but but the satisfaction that you get in 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 seeing somebody else's you know fortunes come up is is really a special feeling altogether absolutely so never give in you know and 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 dream big
1: that's like a, a pot of gold for sure Uh, as advice for sure i'm sure people will find it extremely extremely helpful and um, so did i actually i actually noted down some of those points by the way (laughs) (laughs) thank you thanks thanks for sharing that um great so as we come to an end of the session i'd like to kind of you know ask you how can our listeners really reach out to you and the happy elephant you know if they wish to know more
0: Yes, so um, I'm always happy to uh, to connect with anybody. You know, they can uh, they can reach me uh, on my email, which is um, Shirali at uh, thehappyelephant.org. Um, and if they want to look at the product range, um, they can look at our B two B website, which is www.thehappyelephant.org. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to get connected with anyone. <laughs> yes.
1: Awesome. 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 So I hope you guys have noted that. Um, So great. Amazing. So thanks so much, uh, Shirali, for your time. Um, I'm definitely sure um, that, you know, this very, very refreshing conversation actually motivated a lot of people to look at this exciting space. Um, And um, really, thanks a lot for being here. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for this
0: opportunity. It was wonderful speaking with you. And all the best to you as well. Thanks a
1: ton. Uh, Thank you. Thank
0: you. Bye-bye. Take care. You too.
1: Bye. Stay safe. Great, guys. Thank you so much for listening. And if you like this podcast, feel free to share it in your network. My one takeaway from this episode uh, was... No, there were a couple of takeaways. Wait. Okay. (laughs) Noted them down. So one was definitely, um, definitely, definitely do the work that you enjoy. Second which was actually the most important one for me was that, you know, surround yourself with people who actually motivate you, you know. Um, and lastly was, you know, when you grow, see, you know, look at the opportunities on how you can help others who are lesser fortunate to also grow with you. Um, I think that was just, like I said earlier, a pot of gold, so just amazing. Great, uh, I would love to hear your takeaway from today as well. Do share it with me on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, and or Twitter. You will find me there on at the rate Zitin That's at the rate Z-I-T-I-N-M-U-N-S-H-I. Also, feel free to get in touch with us at Nextmile Co. if you want to explore how your business can dial up the sustainability quotient profitably. You will find us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram on at the rate Next Mile Co. That's at the rate N-E-X-T-M-I-L-E-C-O. Until next time.